Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now, with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I'm here with your tips and tricks as per the usual for content marketing, maybe even some social media marketing, which is usually what I'm heavily focused on. But today, I'm going to change a little bit of gears here because even myself, I'm starting to feel uh, some of the pressures of the self-isolation, the quarantine, and everything else that we are doing as far as trying to, you know, get around this whole curve with the coronavirus and most of you you're probably for the most part locked indoors maybe more than usual or more that you would like uh, for those of us who are still full steam ahead whether it's uh, you know working your normal job and or your side hustle or you're starting a new side hustle and you've come across this program uh, I, I think a lot of us are starting to feel over a period of time we're getting burned out and I know specifically this is something that even I'm struggling with as I'm speaking with you right now so I went to uh, you know, I, I dug into the Kofers here and I found myself an article, uh, one of my favorite productivity apps. Uh, they have a blog. It's called Trello. And I use this to organize and do a lot of like editorial boards. You've heard me uh, promote this uh piece of software. It's a web-based application before in the past because you could use it for anything. I've used it for everything from uh, planning to move when I moved last year, uh, anything from that to what I'm going to cook for you know the week, meal planning, to an actual full-blown social media editorial calendar for not only myself but clients. It helps me you know stay on track, uh, remain productive, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, you know, a lot of times I, I see some different things. I, I get so many different emails and so many different articles, ideas, and things of that nature from different sources. And this is one I really wanted to share and also provide my own spin on it because uh, Kat Bugard here wrote this uh, at the beginning of the year. And it says it, it's entitled, Your Realistic Guide to Beating Burnout. Uh, and it says because a vacation isn't the answer. Now, a lot of times uh, when they write these things, uh, some of these people not only work for, for Trello, but uh, the people that work with it are remote workers. Uh, or people that are, you know, almost, uh, you get a phone tethered to you, you get a device tethered to you, so you're around the clock, and it's real easy to get burned out. Uh, you know, it's a fine line between your normal work-related anxieties and a full-blown burnout, but, you know, uh, th there is, again, it's, it's, a, it's a fine line. Um, it's the stress that comes with work, and it's not just, it's not just like something you don't want to work on. It's not just having a bad day at the office. It's a persistent feeling of disinterest, disdain, hopelessness, and fatigue in regards to your work life. And uh, this could even like go a whole other step. If you're someone who is uh, maybe someone who overthinks things, maybe a bit of a worry wart, someone who puts your nose against the wall and just keeps pushing, uh, I often say there's no rest for the wicked. And I could feel that. And that that'll, that is a whole other side of being like an entrepreneur that... 
where you you may feel isolation already you may feel helplessness it, it's like you know you you achieve one thing you're at the peak you have success and all of a sudden it's a valley right after it it's like what do you do next do you, maybe you're never satisfied uh you just makes you gives you more anxiety and this can pile on and also cause a little bit of burnout as well uh, but psychologist uh, Christina Maslick a professor at UC Berkeley states that burnout consists of three distinct components there's exhaustion cynicism and inefficacy so you're wiped out emotionally physically or cognitively or all of the above even rest or sleep doesn't help you feel replenished that means you're exhausted uh, if you're feeling a little cynical that means you're bringing a sour attitude to the office each day you aren't engaged with your work you feel irritated short-tempered and detached uh, from your team or your projects and then uh, lastly you feel like you can never keep up with the demands of the workplace, despite the fact you know you were skilled at doing so in the past. Some of these things, you know, you can only control what you could control, but if you recognize uh, one or all of these, uh, you got to resist the temptation to beat yourself up. Uh, you know, like I was just saying, you control what you can control. Sometimes this isn't all you. This isn't your your fault. So you can't place all of this on your shoulders. Um According to this perspective, people are the problem. However, extensive research suggests otherwise. A big contributing factor is the social environment in which a person works in. This is according to Dr. Juancita Jimenez, a psychologist and leadership development expert who's been writing a book called The Burnout Fix. So bear with me here. Uh, you know, it's you're not at fault you're feeling all of these pressures. Maybe you're even dealing with homeschooling kids, cooking more at home. Uh, maybe financially things aren't the way that you're looking at it. All of these outside stressors are going to place even more of a factor of burnout because you're going to feel even more pressure. And, and the other thing is too, Oddly enough, you're going to feel you have more time to do more things, right? Because now what? Uh, you're not driving here. You're not going there. Maybe you're not in the in the workplace. You're you're saving some time here, but then you have other things. Your life has been disrupted. Uh, one of my friends, uh, a good friend of mine named Terry, likes to call this the new normal. And uh, these are all things where you're not at fault, and you can't always feel, hey, oh, I had this extra time and I'm not getting this done. And then you're worrying, you're overthinking it even more. Uh, this this comes down more to planning, uh, productivity, and we're going to look at some different ways that you could deal with burnout uh, because you know what? Uh, you can uh, you can do some things, some preventative things, or you could also do some maintenance things that could help fix the problems that already exist. So you could either fix what's already going on or at least plan to get ahead so you don't get burned out. And so how do we do this? Uh, because just you know, if, if you take a break, you take a vacation and things like that, it, it doesn't always mean that you're going to recharge the batteries, so to speak, because you're going to come right back to it. Um, particularly if, you know, what happens when you have one of these vacations where you plan everything that you're doing or something doesn't go right or something's canceled. You know, I was supposed to have a vacation and then, you know, this whole coronavirus changed all of that. And so you're adding all these other stressors are coming in on your life. So, so uh, what are some things that you could do? Well, uh, with any problem, this almost sounds like an AA meeting, but you have to uh, you have to own the problem. You have to identify what the problem is. <laughs> Admit that there is a problem. Um, 
It sounds really cliche, but when you avoid doing this, uh, you're going to shoulder a lot of the burden. Uh, you're going to convince yourself that, you know what, uh, you could just do this. You could just wake up a little earlier, stay up a little later, or focus a little harder, and everything's going to happen. It doesn't always work that way. In fact, you may have something that comes out of left field and just totally throws you out of whack. So, you know, this is uh, <laughs> working harder is going to burn you out more, right? The fire is going to intensify. You're going to burn that candle even further uh, to use another cliche so if anything you're just uh, you're just piling more stress you're just juggling more plates so in, instead uh, you know addressing the issue you're going to require some more conscious changes to your attitude your workload and your habits habit is a very very big thing uh, getting into a routine recognizing you need to make those changes is the first step in order to you know eliminate any kind of burnout, uh, how you do that uh, it works differently for all kinds of different people. You know, I, I get my own sleep schedule kind of thrown off here or there. Uh, just even in within the last week, I've been trying to make a conscious effort to go to bed a little earlier. Uh, maybe I don't watch that TV show or movie or play that video game or something later at night. That's going to keep you know you've seen the meme where the brain doesn't let you sleep. <laughs> that's kind of what it is. So uh, definitely felt a little more recharged get up a little earlier, get a little more ahead of the game. So then you're not already worried that, oh, geez, uh, look at the time. I'm already behind the ball, uh, the eight ball specifically. So you just keep that in mind. Um, you know, some people like to write about it. If you do like a, a journal or a diary or anything like that, uh, maybe you talk to friends, uh, maybe you just uh, have an extra cup of coffee. I don't know. Uh, that all is going to be however you figure it out. But one of the things is is to kind of be like, is to try and get to some type of routine. If you get up in the morning like me, first thing I do is it's a protein shake. You know what I mean? So then I'm not on an empty stomach, and then it's not I'm already up uh, working for two and a half, three hours and realize, oh, geez, I didn't even eat breakfast. And then you're really, you know, uh, not only the mental aspect is going to start to wear down, but now physically that's going to put another stressor on you. So those are some things to think about. And by all means, don't be afraid to try something different or try something new and see what works. Uh, you know, you, you're going down a path, but you don't know that that path is the right path unless you try another path. And you could always go back. You could go back to the other path uh, presumably, you know, I'm figuratively speaking, we're not making any type of giant alterations. Like you're not knocking down a wall in your office to create a bigger office and you can't go back and recreate and put that wall back up, hanging drywall, whatever it is that you're doing. Don't go too extreme. I'm talking about things like, you know, your your sleep patterns. I'm talking about, uh, you know, your, your eating, anything like that. Uh, some of the physical aspects are going to help. Now, the mental aspect is sometimes you do have to detach yourself from your work. Uh, you know, if you work a nine to five, are you really punched out at five o'clock? Are you getting emails from clients or work or anything like that? One of the things that I do, and I got to remember sometimes to, to go back to it is my, my phone. It's like, I got work email. How many of you have work email? I mean, I have like probably six or eight different email addresses dealing with all of the different hats that I wear and I get these bings and bongs and sometimes I'll come in at like 8.30 at night and then all of a sudden it's like you're stressed again because I haven't detached myself. You, you exit, you know, you leave your office or you punch out if you, you work remotely and then all of a sudden it's like you haven't really left. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, 
a lot of us know that we aren't working hourly. We're not working 40-hour work weeks or whatever it may be. And if this is something that you're doing in addition to your regular tasks, you know, this is a side hustle or it's a new startup or anything of that nature. And in many cases, you know, dealing with marketing or content marketing tasks is an additional hat that you're wearing maybe to your regular business. You haven't outsourced it to anyone else. Uh, maybe you feel you have the time to do it. Maybe you feel you... Uh, Maybe you don't have the funds to do it. Whatever that may be the case, uh, you know, this is an extra thing that you're doing. That's something else that's on your plate. So it isn't a wonder that you're feeling exhausted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's just, it's nonstop. It never ends. And you're probably thinking, oh, vacation or a day off or just, you know, getting some fresh air or whatever. But again, like the beginning of the day, is like the end of the day. You have to change yourself from like a work mode to a personal life. A lot of times, this is me just leaving my phone, by the way, on an iPhone at least, face down the alerts. It doesn't really buzz too much unless it's someone that's in my uh, my inner circle, you know, my favorites where it may be an emergency, all the alerts, all these things, all these distractions, all the noise, I face down and in another room, maybe in the kitchen, maybe I just charge the battery back up because you know what? I'm going to be tempted to pick that darn thing up all the time. And sometimes I will shut off certain email addresses. I will mute them if, if you have that option and then turn it back on in the morning or just not have the alerts at all. Sometimes uh, you don't need to have these alerts, especially if you're the kind of person like me that's checking your email every two, three, five minutes or whatever, unless you're really engrossed in something else. Why, you, why do you have the alerts set? This is just another thing that's just mentally taxing and it's going to exhaust you. It's going to burn you out. So uh, figure out some different strategies on how you can mix that up. Again, it's personal. What works for me may not work for you, but I just find those to be some good examples. Um, hopefully, if, if you're in the position that you have a, a business phone and a personal phone, you could just throw that sucker in a drawer and close it and just say, forget about it. And oftentimes, even with my personal phone, my do not disturb, it's on at like 8, 8 p.m. to like 8 a.m. because I just don't want anything else uh, distracting me throughout my day. Uh, so anyways... Uh, another thing is, uh, avoid or having hard conversations. Um, you know, cat continues to talk about this in the article too. This is specifically a line from her. Sometimes it's not your attitude or habits that need to change. It's your workload itself. The American Institute of stress reports that workload is the number one cause of workplace stress with 46% of respondents pointing to that issue. So if you're spread too thin, burnout's going to continue to happen unless you reduce your task list to something more reasonable. Obviously, some things you can't, you can't do. But if you need help, ask for help. If it's something that you're taking on too much and you could delegate, delegate. I'm talking about wearing a different hat. If it's like a side hustle or let's say you have a brand or business, uh, a lot of the a lot of people really appreciate the work I do for them as far as content marketing because it takes it off their plate. It's one less thing they have to deal with when they're already doing accounting or payroll and all of these other things in addition to their regular business tasks. This is one other thing that they don't have to worry about. So anything that you could drop off uh, as far as any kind of obligations or anything that you could delegate or whatever. 
see what you could do about that. I know it's not a, a perfect catch-all, but that's why it's called having a hard conversation, <laughs> according to Cat. So it, it can be um, an uncomfortable conversation, but it's it's something that you know what sometimes. You, you, you got to, instead of looking like you're a, a burned out, always negative type person, it's better to maybe offload or at least be honest and upfront and see what you can do in order to help make things easier on you because you're not only going to be maybe less stressful. I don't want to use the word happy. I always feel that superficial. Some of us do work that we're good at and not necessarily work we enjoy. If you happen to have it both ways, uh, I mean, that's that's the best case scenario, but it doesn't always work out that way. Even with this stuff, I really enjoy doing this work and it can make me happy, but at times, you know what? Uh, you deal with other people. Sometimes things don't mix. We know how that goes, so you can't always say, I have a smile on my face right now, but it's not always those times that you have a smile on your face. So uh, please do try and have that conversation, even if it's just with yourself, thinking about what you could do to offload certain tasks. Um, you got to practice the art of doing nothing. This is me time. This is the big one. This is when I say I put I t- turn the D&D on at 8. I have the kid in bed. I have my phone in the kitchen face down or whatever. Sometimes it's just don't do anything. You know what I mean? Even if it's uh, Netflix and binge or, or Netflix and chill, binge watching TV shows, or uh, right now, obviously, what else can you really do? You could watch TV, you could play video games, you could watch a movie, uh, you could read a book. Sometimes you could just sit there, you know? You ever just sit like a little bit on the couch, like 10, 15 minutes? I've done that. Have some conversations with people in your home. Try and mix some things up. Go out for a walk. You'd be surprised how peaceful that can be, especially if the weather's nice. You know, we're finally getting some spring-like weather, depending on where you are in the country, because I know that some of my friends in the Midwest got snow the other day. So, uh, But if you're not doing this, you're not giving yourself enough me time, you're not going to relax your brain. This is the idea of like the same kind of thing as a vacation, but sometimes the vacation can have too much stressors, too many things planned, you travel, everything else, where it's not really getting away. This should be an easy one. You, If you're the type of person that's scheduling things, let's say you're working that nine to five, schedule yourself an hour. Uh, eat dinner and then right afterwards, maybe seven to eight, eight to nine, just some time where you don't do anything. And sometimes, you know what, uh, for those of you who are married or with a partner, you, you live with somebody or you have family, some, sometimes you just need to be alone too. Uh, so that can also be a part of me time and just be honest, just explain it because you know what, if you're not being honest with yourself and others, this is just going to contribute to more stressors and more burnout. So it shouldn't be something for you to get too strange uh, or, or feel too strange for you to do. So just uh, take a look. It doesn't even have to be anything that you necessarily – because I understand um, if you're like me, you're going to put Netflix on a task list too. You're going to have a show, and then you're going to feel an obligation to watch you know, three of these episodes in one night. Stop it. Those are the same exact things that burn you out. You're going to burn yourself out on Netflix, and now you're going to have one less thing to get you away during your me time. So keep that in mind as well. It may have to be something that's completely off the wall that you wouldn't think of. It could even be a coloring book or a crossword puzzle. I mean, those aren't things I do often, but sometimes if you go and you do something that changes just changes things up a little bit, it's going to refresh you. And you know what? It's going to take your mind off of some other things, even subconsciously. It's going to help you with that burnout. Uh, you want to track what you're doing over time too. 
And, uh, you know, it doesn't leave a, a whole lot of time when you're super busy and you're burned out already for any type of self-reflection. You need to see how you're feeling. Uh, you have to see how uh, this these burnout type of situations sneak their way into your life. It's not really an on-off switch. It could come, it could just keep sneaking up on you. You know what I mean? It's like your shadow chasing you around, right? So you have to be... Um, more in tune uh, with your emotional state, uh, according to uh, Dr. Anolt here, also referenced in the article, it's much easier to prevent burnout than to fix it. People should not wait until they're completely exhausted to practice self-care. And Dr. Jimenez likes to equate it to a gas tank. We know when we're in the green, when we're half full, when the tank's running low. The trick is monitoring your well-being to ensure your proverbial gas tank is staying in the green. And she recommends setting some time each week to track how you're doing in the core. Three components of burnout, exhaustion, cynicism, and inefficacy. You could do this in a journal. Obviously, they're going to promote on the blog their uh, Trello board, any type of app that that, that tracks uh, tasks, anything of that nature. Um, so even if it's a whiteboard, but maybe you want to track your mood. It depends how serious you want to get with this. I mean, there's obviously a, an app for that too somewhere. Uh, but you know, if an area feels lower than the others, you need to give your time some. Sp uh, you need to give yourself some space and time to pause, reflect, address any type of potential causes. So you know, none of this is very comfortable to deal with, and in reality, burnout requires way more than a few days away from the office. It's more of a way of life. Uh, a more of a routine and uh, practicing that routine and getting into it and sticking with it over a period of time. Keep in mind that routine can also put you back on the hamster wheel, the rat race, whatever it is you want to say too. So you got to be careful. Just make sure you balance that out and uh, just know that, you know what, you're, you're not, uh, you're not totally powerless here. If you feel like you are, you feel you're hopeless, you're not. You could take this by, you could take the bull by the horns. You're going to be able to do this. So I hope you, uh, I hope you see this advice, especially during these, you know, kind of uncertain times right now, uh, as ways to, you know, trying to defeat the burnout and also be able to be productive and tackle your work days. Obviously, one of the big things, if you go back to some of my previous episodes, even some stuff that I've put out on the website. I'm a big fan of the editorial calendar. I'm a big fan of practicing, you know, don't let this control every day. You know what? If you feel you want to do social media work on Tuesdays and Thursdays, do that. If for, for some reason a Tuesday does not work one week, uh, let's say it's somebody's birthday or it's a holiday or something like that. It's usually why I don't practice doing it on Mondays. Aside from people are very busy on Mondays and social media usually isn't the first thing on their minds. Case in the Mondays, right? But try and get yourself into some type of routine like that. And by all means, if there's like a, a day of the week, let's say you even do it once a week. You do it on a Wednesday. You do it at the end of the week. A Friday can, can be hectic. And then all of a sudden everything is piled up and this is at the end of your list. And then you're not getting it done. So that's why I'm usually somewhere in the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday range. And you could use different programs to schedule 
your social media posts. So you do it ahead of time. And if you have a nice little pile of things, whether you're reposting something you've already done before, there's no harm in that as long as you space it out instead of spamming people constantly with it. Uh, you're going to find yourself, you're going to give yourself a little bit of space, a little bit of breathing room. This is going to help you with the burnout. So I hope that comes all full circle with the content marketing of which, you know, this is this is just part of your processes and strategies. So uh, I hope you found this as an insightful program. If you have any other questions for me, you can always find me over on my website at jokuzma.com. I also have links to all my social media there as well. My uh, direct messages are open. My email is hellojoe at jokuzma.com as well. Feel free to get a hold of me and we'll see how I can help you otherwise. Until next time, of course, if you're listening to this, uh, depending on the platform, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, or write a review. I really appreciate it. It really helps others find this helpful advice as well. Uh, and your recommendations are always welcome too. I appreciate all my listeners, and I always encourage everyone out there to, until next time, be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. Hi folks, this is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry, you're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com that's j-o-e-k-u-z-m-a dot com or you can follow me as well on facebook make sure you get the page and not the personal profile sorry it's only for friends and family also on twitter at joe underscore kuzma linkedin or instagram also don't forget if you haven't already subscribe whether that be on itunes youtube or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have once again Thank you again for your support, and I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.